0: Now it's time for the rural news with Susan Murray and Kitty and Susan, heavy rains causing slips again in Taifity. Kia ora, Rowan, it certainly is. Battling East Coast farmers have been dealt a further blow with over 100 millimetres of rain falling in Tairawhiti and Wairoa this weekend. Gisborne farmer and Federated Farmers Board member Toby Williams says poawa where he farms just north of Gisborne, had the region's heaviest rainfalls. 110 millimetres fell on Saturday night, another 25 millimetres last night, and that was on top of 70 earlier in the week. He says the ground's so Saturated, it's starting to move, and an early morning drive showed slips on many hillsides.
1: Which is heartbreaking, really. I feel feel for these guys that have got severely damaged farms already, because all this is doing is is making it worse. And you know, when we had those big storms come through, a lot of what we heard from those residents on those big rivers was that how how scared they were; their houses were going to flood again. And events like that we just had over the weekend and and happening now again, while they're not nationally significant cyclones. And considering what we've already had and what we've, you know, what, what we've been facing in the last sort of 18 months, you know, the, the stress levels on some of those people are just off the charts at the moment. And um we get to the point where you can't even do anything with your staff anymore. Just got to send send them home and say, well, guys, it's too dangerous to be on farm. Let's just waiting
0: for the weather stops and then pick up the feeders. Further south near Wairoa, farmer Alan Newton says everyone is on edge there too. He thought a loud noise on Saturday night was a slip, but luckily it wasn't. He says in the past 18 months he's only experienced two fortnight-long spells of fine weather and about six one-week sessions of sunshine. He says cattle are coping okay, lambs aren't.
1: Well, the cattle actually don't mind this wet weather. They do quite well because they're naturally a wet ground animal with their cloven and hoofs and walk in the mud. But sheep, they, don't, they tend to hold the rain in their wall and they become wet and they don't like it. The lambs struggle to fatten. And there's quite a little bit of, a um, few cases of pneumonia out there that I've heard of, or viral pneumonia going through lamb flocks. So it is a problem for the lamb fattening guys.
0: Wairua Farming Leader Alan Newton Farmers concerned about the area of productive land being planted into trees can now have their say on the government's redesign of the emissions trading scheme. The scheme is a government-run market where polluters buy credits to emit. Currently, it is cheaper for firms to buy credits from tree planting rather than cutting pollution. So the government wants to change the settings and redesign the permanent forest category. Sally Murphy reports.
2: The government admits carbon prices under the ETS have incentivized afforestation beyond what was previously expected. It says while that could help us meet our climate goals, poorly managed permanent exotic pine forests create risk and displace productive land. So it's proposed four options for change, with the highest ranked option proposing to set up a whole new additional ETS scheme. The idea is for prices to rise over time, incentivising firms to innovate and pollute less rather than relying on planting trees. The consultation document also provides options to change the permanent forest category, trees that will never be harvested. It questions which forests should be included in that category, where these should be planted, and whether there's a role for forests transitioning from pine to indigenous trees. Consultation closes on the 11th of August.
0: NZ Pork has failed to garner government support so animal welfare standards for New Zealand-produced pork and imported products are the same. Farmers here work with strict rules under the Code of Welfare for Pigs. Imported pork does not have to meet the same standards. Last year, the industry group asked the Primary Production Select Committee to enforce the same rules for all. But last week, the committee said New Zealand cannot impose welfare standards on other countries. NZ Pork Chief Executive Brent Kleiss says the decision is really disappointing.
1: We think animal welfare is important. We think taking care of the environment is important, and obviously so does the government um, because they keep increasing the regulations on it. Um, But when those regulations increase on our farmers but not on the same... Uh, sort of products coming in and being sold on the shelves alongside of them it puts them at a real disadvantage and makes it really hard to stay in the, the business of producing you know a really good New Zealand product that people like to eat um, at an affordable price so you know we, we just want it to be fair and make it a level playing field.
0: Mr Cly says pork farmers are also in a state of limbo waiting for the new pig code of welfare which is yet to be released.
1: It makes it very hard to make decisions on farm if if they're looking to upgrade their facilities and that sort of thing. Um, It's a catch-22, right? Because I think a lot of farmers would rather they get it right uh, first time rather than rush something through and come to a decision that's not based in science and doesn't result in the best welfare for pigs, which is what the industry position offers. So, yeah, we're hoping that the right decisions come to, even if it's not timely.
0: Brent Kleist says the final decision on the Code of Welfare sits with the Minister for Animal Welfare. The government is putting another $6 million into helping catchment groups clean up waterways. It will go to projects in Northland, North Waikato, Fanganui, Hawke's Bay, Tasman and Canterbury. Minister for Agriculture Damien O'Connor says giving money to catch- catchments groups is part of the government's commitment to restore the health of our waterways within a generation. He says it is also essential the farming sector improves its sustainability credentials to meet changing consumer values overseas. In the past three years, $37 million has been given to groups of farmers and growers. And finally, fruit grower and exporter TNG Global has launched a new apple variety called Jolly. It will be part of the company's other portfolio of apple brands, Envy and Jazz, and will be on the shelves in five years. Jolly, a large, bright red apple variety, is the result of over 10 years of breeding by plant and food research, with commercial support from TNG and joint venture companies Company, Priva. That's our primary sector news for now. Koia rā te porongu o